This is the News Radio 560 KPQ podcast with all the latest from around North Central Washington and the state. You can keep up with the latest 24 hours a day at kpq.com. Two people from Leavenworth have injuries from an SUV crash on US 2 in Monitor Thursday afternoon. The Washington State Patrol reports an SUV pulling a trailer driven by 83 year old Larry. Conigberg was traveling eastbound when it left the roadway and hit the padded bumper in front of the center median barrier right there at the intersection in Monitor. Conigberg and 77-year-old passenger Janet Kackenberg, they were taken to Central Valley Hospital and then to Harborview Medical Center in Seattle with injuries. Cause of the crash is under investigation. A semi-driver and her passenger are recovering from a rollover crash on State Route 243, about 12 miles south of Mattawat, Thursday morning. Trooper John Bryant says the semi was headed southbound with a full load of apples just after 7 a.m. when it went off the road to the right, overcorrected, rolled onto its top. Unfortunately, this really crushed the front of the semi, so both the driver and passenger were kind of stuck in the semi until a fire was able to get there and extricate him out, which took quite a while. Both the driver, 27-year-old Brandy Miller, and her 37-year-old male passenger, they were taken by Life Flight to Cadillac Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. Miller was cited for inattention. Moses Lake police are still investigating after two drive-by shootings occurred within a few hours of each other this week. Chief Kevin Fuhr says police were first called to a drive-by shooting Wednesday evening and that the damaged homes that were occupied at the time. Just as detectives were finishing up at that scene, a drive-by, another one happened. No injuries were reported in either one of the shootings, only property damage. Three homes were damaged, two in the first incident and one in the second incident. Shell casings were found in the road at both locations. Investigators are in the process of trying to identify a car that was possibly involved. Moses Lake Police, they're searching for a domestic violence suspect as well that has earned himself some additional charges after eluding police twice in two days. Chief Kevin Fuhrer says officers found 29-year-old Isai Ramirez Alvarez in a minivan near the Home Depot and attempted a traffic stop. Officers were unable to pursue the fleeing suspect who also scraped the front bumper of the patrol car during his getaway. Later that night, his vehicle was spotted in the same area on Beale Street. My officers contacted the car. It was unoccupied. However, it was warm to the touch. Therefore, he had just recently been in it. The minivan was seized and police will apply for a search warrant to comb the van for evidence. Ramirez Alvarez is now facing felony, eluding, and hit-run charges on top of his domestic violence charges. The Cashmere Mill District will see some growth as one of its businesses is buying more land to expand its operations there. Lau's Trust is purchasing 2.6 acres from the Chelan-Douglas Port Authority, which has been marketing the district for almost 15 years now. Port CEO Jim Kuntz says the land sale will benefit both Laos Trust and the local economy. They want to expand. They want to create jobs. Laos Trust manufactures roof and floor trusses for building projects and has operated a plant at the Cashmere Mill District since 2017. It's one of three tenants right now in that business park. A 31-year-old OMAC man will spend more than three years in federal prison for domestic assault after admitting to breaking his girlfriend's nose. Thomas Geneman also punched, headbutted, and threw the woman to the ground while the two were on the Colville Reservation in March of last year. He later threatened and attempted to kick a tribal officer who had placed him under arrest. 
Gennaman has two previous convictions for domestic assault and one DUI. He pleaded guilty to assault resulting in serious bodily harm this time around. The Ranchi School Board is close to adopting a map for board members that would change their makeup from five at-large districts to four area-specific districts and one at-large position. Board member Julian Orton is concerned that the board can only use 2020 census data to create those districts and not more advanced demographic information. So what I'm saying is the census data doesn't reflect the 400 or so new homes being built out in Sunny Slope or the 300 homes being built out on Fifth Street or the apartment complexes potentially in town. The board will hold a public hearing on the plan before making a final decision. It's the new, if the new district maps get the board's final approval before this November, then all five of the board's seats will be up for election next year. Thank you for listening to the News Radio 560 KPQ podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and as always keep up with the latest at our website kpq.com. This podcast is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 560 KPQ.